Hey, welcome to Lady Overlander Radio. Tonight we have Michael with Pruitt Knives of Valor. Stand by. Grab your favorite drink, whether it's a coffee, cocktail, or tea, and get ready. It's Ladies' Night on Lady Overlander Radio. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. The Lady Overlander Radio Podcast is available on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show, as Misty says. That's my co-host, Misty's lovely little voice that does our intro. She's the brains behind the outfit. Uh, she's not here this evening. It's just little old me. So we're going to see what happens. You know what I mean by that? <laughs> uh, tonight I got Michael Pruitt on with me with uh, Pruitt Knives of Valor. Hey, dude. What's up? What's up? Living the dream. All right. Living the dream. <laughs> the dream. What's happening up there in Mo? Just rain. Same. Rain, rain, rain. Are you uh, done with this weather like I am? Because I'm done. I'm not done with the cold yet. I'm just done with the rain. I'm okay with the cold, but I don't like it to be like negatives and single digits. So let's stay around the 30. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. which it's warmed up down here in Cersei. So we've been in the, like, I had the garage door open working today. It was in the, I might have gotten up to 50. It felt hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think it did get up to like 57 here today or something. But then tomorrow it's going to be like in the 40s and rain all day. Yeah. Like, it was actually cold. I do out the rain though. Right. Today was actually a decent day, like almost hot <laughs> compared to where we've been. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Just crazy. Crazy. Hey, real quick, I want to uh, go over an event that's coming up here in oh March. March 14th through the 16th. That's a Thursday through a Saturday. This is the first annual. Jasper Jeep Jam and Overland Rally um, being put on by the town of Jasper, Arkansas. If you're an overlander, you know right where this place is. It's right in the heart of the Ozarks, and uh, it's going to be a pretty cool little deal, and um, we appreciate if y'all register and come out for that. It's going to be pretty limited for, um, for camping and whatnot. There's already tons and tons of vendors signed up for it. Uh, including this guy that's on with me this evening. Oh, yeah. He's a going. I'm excited. We're going. We're going. And only the cool kids go. So come on. <laughs> come on apparently, with it. Apparently all the cool yeah. kids need Jeeps. All the cool kids. I mean, you don't have to. And it's not just Jeeps. Let's let's put that out there. It does not have to be a Jeep. That's just what it's called. But everybody is welcome. It's going to be a good time. Go out and support. It's a great little town. Lots of great people. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah, I'm excited. It's all here. Like cool. Oh, that's off road. In the house. In the house. What up, dog? What up, dog? Old man, old truck. There's my guy. Hey, How you doing? Uh, Peyton Timms. Yeah, Peyton's going to be there with me. Yeah. Yeah, he's going right. to be helping me out, and he's got his uh, his mountain, or excuse me, wild man. I always want to say mountain man. His wild man know how. I'll man, give him yeah. a little shameless plug. He's got a he's got a great channel. Yeah, I haven't seen him since uh, the listeners retreat. Listeners came yeah. out. Yeah, podcast listeners came out. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people already signed up for that, and that's uh, going really well. Also, if you'll go like their facebook page as well or the jasper arkansas facebook page every wednesday she gets on there her name is lisa uh i believe she's on a different podcast here she is right here lisa do it right there she is the one in charge of that and uh any hoodie she's uh she can answer all your questions but go and like the jasper arkansas's facebook page and and the jeep jams facebook page and every wednesday she does a live 
uh, and does like a little spotlight of who's going to be there and what's going to be going on and stuff. So silly. Let's see. <laughs> Justin Williams quit teasing me with the knives. Buy one, Justin. Which knives? Are you talking about this knife, Justin? Ooh. Let's see if I can get it in the shot. That one right there? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's with cool. You What's that one back there behind you? I think I see one behind you over there. Is that one of yours? Yeah. This is this is one of my all-time favorites that I've done. Ooh. Nice little Serbian chef's knife. That's cool. A uh, uh, walnut handle, uh, brass pins, leather sheath. I made this one. Uh, this is a one. This is one of my Toyota knives. So I made this one out of a twenty-two Tacoma. Uh, leaf springs from a 22 Tacoma and uh, yeah. So I got, I, I, that's kind of where it all started um, using leaf springs. Um, and that's, that's a little bit what got me into the, the overlander overlanding world. Um, Cause everybody's like, Oh, you make them out of truck parts. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> and so I've got, uh, I've got this, this one actually, I just finished up. This one's off of a, an 01 Jeep Cherokee. How cool. Um, What's the handle made of? That's that's unique. The handle here is G10. Yeah, this is uh this is just like the one that Justin bought from me at Rito. Yeah, he just says he did, he already bought one. He says uh I'm trying not to buy more. But he <laughs> wants a complete set. Everybody needs a complete set. You can't just buy one. So buy local, support small business. Um but yeah, the cleavers have been really popular for uh, like a good little, a small little cooking knife. Great for um, kind of adding to your rig and stuff. And hey, uh, uh, bats off road. Which knife are you talking about? The one that was behind him or the one he was just showing? I'm just curious. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> so tell us, how did this come about? How did Pruitt Knives of Valor start? Like, have, how long have you been doing this? This, this craft? Um, I've been doing it for almost two years now. Um, it started, I mean, who doesn't like cool knives? Mm -hmm. um, and I always thought, I was like, man, it'd be really cool to make a knife. Um, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I would ever be able to start doing that. Um, and then as I, I started... Um, kind of researching it and thought, you know, this is actually something that <laughs> all of them, <laughs> uh, this is something I actually could do. Um, you can, you can start out doing it. If you, if you can figure out how to put stuff together and you can do it for almost nothing. Um, you can build your own forge. You can, you know, I had a, I had a friend that worked for the railroad, uh, works for the railroad. So he brought me a piece of railroad track for my first anvil. Um, so lots of little things like that. And that's what got me into the leaf springs. Um, I'll, but I'll back up just a touch. So I wanted to do something that could be a, a craft. I missed working with my hands. I grew up in working for my dad in construction. Um, and so working for my hand, working with my hands was something I missed doing. Um, and so I thought, well, what's something I could do that I could do at home that I could get my kids involved in so that if they ever want to take it over or want to continue it, they can and they can start it early. Um, and so that's kind of where the, the knife making came out and, um, I started making them out of leaf springs and different people were like, Hey, can you make, I've, I just took the leaf springs off my truck. Can you, can you make me one out of that? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I've accumulated, um, Chevy leaf springs, Toyota leaf springs, Jeep leaf springs, uh, Dodge leaf springs. Um, I've gotten, gotten enough recently that I've, I've had to turn down a couple offers just cause. I have nowhere else to put all these sets of, <laughs> sets of leaf springs laying all over the driveway. They're probably they're plentiful whenever you're upgrading your vehicle. People are oh, like, yeah. here, take these. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take them. Nobody wants them, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. They just sit around. around so. Yeah, it's, 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 um, <laughs> it's kind of grown a lot. Um, Caleb with Baker Overland um, kind of brought me into the, the Overland world and, he was he bought one of my first knives because um, he kind of nerded out over that it was made out of a leaf spring, um, mm -hmm. and so just because of him, I've met a lot of really cool people and um, 
have gotten to do some wheeling and camping with some with some awesome folks and got connected with the more expo last year was my first show i ever did mm-hmm. um and so i i'm it's gone a long way in just two years i've i've been really really excited and happy to see how how far it's gone and um the support that i've gotten especially in the the world of outdoors and camping and overlanding and all that that's awesome where does your whenever you're doing a knife i mean i'm sure do you do custom orders first yes like if it comes to you with an idea Mm -hmm. you kind of spin it and come up with with something that would work i guess yeah, Correct. usually if it's a if it's not a design that I've done, usually what I'll do is I'll I'll get the ideas from them. I'll draw something up and we'll send pictures back and forth until we have a design figured out, and then I'll that's when, and then I'll start on it after that. So where do you feel like most of your inspiration comes from? Is it something that you see, or you just have these ideas in in your head and you start drawing them out? Um, really, it start most of them. A lot of them are relatively simple, common designs, like a drop point. This one, this is one of my most popular small knife designs, but I like that it's just, it's just simple. It's not too big of a handle, but it's also not too small. It can fit a full grip if you need to fit a full grip for my hand anyway. Um, But it's just a good, it's just a good one that you can carry every day. Um, I've gotten a lot of my inspiration from some other knife makers that I look up to. Um, I've taken some online courses to, to better kind of make my figure out how I can make candles even better, how to make, uh, you know, make them sharper, um, stuff like that. And so, um, but yeah, most of the time, most of my designs that I've done on my own that aren't just a special order, I'll just get out there and start hammering and, um, kind of see which way the the shape that the blade's taking. Um, and that's how it was at first because I was learning how the steel moved. Um, and so I just start hammering and figure out what happens and go, that's kind of a cool shape. I'll stick with that. Or, you know, if I didn't like the shape, I'd figure out how the steel was moving. Well, uh, as I learned how the steel was moving, I could get more precise with the design on purpose rather than just kind of coming up with something by accident. Um, but yeah, most, most of my designs have come from either just trial and error, no, no drawings ahead of time. And then when I found something, found something that I like and that I've gotten good feedback on, then I'll draw it out. So I've got a little bit of a template so I can make them consistent. Awesome. Now that the one you just showed me, the smaller knife, Uh the handle looks like it's blue from here. Is it blue? Yeah. So it's black. What is that made out of? So that's, that's G10 as well. Let's see if I can get it. There you go. So it's mostly black and then it's layered with black and blue. So you get those as it, as the handle takes shape, those layers start to, it starts to expose those layers. So you get kind of up up to the front where it's angled in. Now, how, Uh, how do you get the coloring? So I buy the handle material in sheets and then I cut the handle out. Once it's glued on and I start to shape the handle, that's when these colors will start to come out. Uh, and so like, this is, that's actually the, the style I carry. So mine's got some green and black and brown in it. Um, okay. And so, those so it colors, does its own thing basically. Do what? It does its own thing. It's not something that you actually make yeah, it that so, color. No, I don't make it. I, I order certain colors. So here's another one that's, um, that's a black and orange. Oh, that was neat. And so I can flip them around to where either the primary color is going to be orange and have some black exposed or vice versa. Um, and so, but yeah, I'll buy it in a sheet. I'll cut it out. And then as I shape the handle, the, the colors in the, in the layers um, come out. It's cool. So um, since I'm not a knife person, probably don't know the right term. Is that... <laughs> Do you do the, is it a sheath? What is that? The, yeah. the whole knife? Mm-hmm. So I do the sheaths myself as well. So I'll make, I'll do the knives. I make Kydex sheaths. Um, and so I've got belt clips that usually go in these. Um, this style design, I like to carry in my pocket and I put a belt clip kind of in the waistband belt clip on it. So it goes in the pocket, catches my belt, 
the belt clip will be kind of here, but that handle is still sticking out. I'm not, I'm not big on wearing things on my actual belt. Um, right. I usually prefer stuff in my pockets. Uh, but yeah, I'll do the Kydex and I'll do, um, this is my only leather example I've got right now, but I do leather. I do my, uh, my own leather sheaths as well. Ooh. Um, so like this one, this one I had to get a little creative with just because it needed a, as a big old knife. And right. so what I decided to do was just to sheath the, the blade. Mm-hmm. Um, I put my leather together. I dye it. I seal it. Um, and then just took another piece of leather to, that can tighten up and hold that in. And then I took a, I've got some antler sheds. So I made a bead out of a deer antler right That's here to cool. hold that in nice and tight. That's really cool. Uh, Tony wants to know how about a black and snazberry pearl? <laughs> black and snazberry pearl. I bet I, can yeah. find I bet I can find something like that. You know what the snazberry is, right? What he's referring to there? Oh, yeah, the Jeep. Yeah. Or is he talking about, or is that a Willy Wonka reference? No, no, no. Not not a Willy Wonka reference, though. <laughs> he's talking about matching, matching his truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Probably coming oh. up with something. Probably. Um, <laughs> how long does it take you to, on average, make a knife? If somebody orders one and they want a knife, so how long does it take? I, it could take if I if I'm doing one knife and that's all I'm focused on, I could probably do a knife in about a week. Um, it well in about three days, um, but that's all I would do for about eight hours each day is work on that one knife. Um, and so I've done I've done some uh, I done I've done a class where it ended up taking us two days. Um, but I actually did a little bit of prep work between day one and day two for, for the, uh, for the guy who was taking the class. Uh, but yeah, I, on average, I would say about 15 hours, um, goes into each knife, give or take. Um, there is some, there is some time like day two when I would heat treat the knife. Uh, I have to temper the knife. <clears throat> and so that takes about four hours in the oven. Uh, and so while the knife sits there, I'm usually working on something else. Um, but gotcha. Lisa says she doesn't think she's ever personally owned one, um, but her husband loves knives. Of course he does, and he oh, will yeah. see them firsthand. Oh yeah. In <laughs> you better hide him from it because he's probably going one by one. <laughs> yes, that is a lot of time. So basically, um, it's probably more like a week after your big kid adulting job. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Super cool. Does the, so wonder, okay. So whenever you were at Rito, you know, we were basically in a booth right next to you. Mm -hmm. The weather does affect or does it affect whenever you were trying to start a knife and, and go through that process. Um, at home, no, the weather doesn't really, really affect me. I mean, I've, I work out of my garage is my shop. And, um, so it, it, it kind of just makes me work a little differently. So when I forge, I open the garage door up, I push the forge out into the driveway a little bit. So while it's, when it's raining, usually I'll open the garage door, but not all the way. So I've got air circulation in there and then I'll just kind of arrange the, the forge in the shop there. Okay. That's about the only thing that your effects. And that's why that's what I thought. But I, I knew at Rito there was a little bit of challenges because the weather was not how we anticipated it to be. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> the weatherman sure. missed the point on that one. Um, <laughs> so I know that a couple of times you had to um, shut down your demonstration basically. Uh, yeah, with that with rain the, coming through. It wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't allowing my uh it wasn't allowing the forge to burn quite right. So once that once that rain finally let up, I was able to fire it up. Well, it was cold and windy too. Old man on truck says my children are already fighting over his knife collection. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you need to add one of these to it. Oh Each yeah. One of these to you for your collection. Um, let me see here. Um, so I saw on a reel here about I don't know a week or so ago that 
you might have had one of uh, your kids making making a knife. And I think I saw uh, you had a son at Rito also that was there helping you, mm-hmm. and also was doing the same thing. So, you, so your children are interested in it as well. Oh yeah. So my three, well, I've, I have four kids, um, and my three oldest have all um, played around with. Um, she pre-ordered great weather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the kids have all played around uh, in the in the garage with me. They've, they've all forged some. My oldest, uh, she has a knife that's in the works that she's wanting to make. Um, my oldest son, my second born, is, um, oh, actually, here his knife is right here. So he wanted to, he's helped me some, but he was done, bound and determined to make his own knife. So in that video is, uh, in that reel is a clip of him forging. He would not let me help at all whatsoever. He wanted to do it all by himself. And so he hammered out this railroad spike, um, did, did the grinding on it and everything. So all we have left is to sharpen it. But he did a fantastic job. It's it's a blast getting them out there and um, having fun. My And then my third one, uh, my second son, has uh, a knife in the works that's ready for a handle to go on. So he's, they've all, they've all had a hand in it. And they really enjoy it. And uh, it's cool getting to watch them, watch them learn and, uh, you know, handle power tools well. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. The, the spike is cool because it looks like it twisted it to make the handle part of it, which is really neat. Oh, yeah. I've done a few of these. So you put that little twist in there. So you've got your handle, but it's, you know, it's just a, it's a uh, railroad spike. Right. And so my buddy who works for the railroad brought me a whole bag of these and I've done a few uh, early on. That was this, what I started with before I got into using leaf springs, um, <laughs> made, a, made a few railroad spike knives before I found some, uh, found out about the leaf springs being some good high carbon steel. So they'll hold a good edge. Where the the railroad spike knives are fun, they just won't hold as good of an edge. The uh, the parent company for who I work for is a railroad company. Oh yeah, stuff yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I never thought about making a knife out of it though, so that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, I've made a I've actually made a few railroad spike knives for a couple people that gifted a knife to a family member that works for the railroad. They're like, oh, they'll love this. It'll be so cool. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. Um, so I know you said you're using leaf springs a lot more now. Mm-hmm. How many knives can you get out of a leaf spring or does it take the whole thing? A lot. I can get, it- especially because most of the knives I make are small. Um, and so, and it depends on the leaf spring. So what I, the leaf springs I started with came off of an 86 Chevy C20 and it's a pretty thick stack of leaf springs. I want to say there's six leaves, uh, six leaves in a pack of leaf springs. Hmm. And I made just out of one leaf, one layer of the leaf springs, I, I was able to make 15 to 20 knives out of one leaf. Um, and so it goes a pretty wow. long way. The, my Jeep leaf springs are only about a quarter inch thick. They're not as thick, so they don't go quite as far. Um, the, the Dodge, the leaf springs I have, they came from a Dodge 2500 and I think those are about a half inch thick. So those go a long way. That's way more than I thought. I was yeah. thinking maybe getting two out of them, but I got way off. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if I'm making like, for example, like this big, uh, this big old camp knife, I'll use a lot more steel for this than I will for this. Ah, I see the difference. Dang, that thing. That's a sword. (laughs) This this is about a three-inch blade. This one's about an eight-inch blade. Oh, wow. So just a nice big, almost like a machete, um, but just good for just about anything you'd need at camp. That is crazy cool. And then, um, so as far as customization goes, um, you can also stamp it to say something. Yeah, so um, my maker's mark that I put on here, I put on with a, I put that on with just a Dremel tool. Oh, okay. And so I've done a few, um, 
I've done a few where I've put like initials in there and or something on the other side of the blade for people. Um, and so that's, that's about what I've mostly done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's super cool. What, uh, tell me what kind of, since, uh, since you've been in this for about two years now, mm -hmm. what shows have you done or, and what shows do you have coming up that you're going to go to or register for? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so last year, like I said, that uh, More Expo was my first show that I did. So I did More Expo and I did Rendezvous in 23. Um, and those were, I really enjoyed both of those. Um, and so this year, um, the Jasper Jeep Jam uh, and Overland Rally, I think is the full title of it. I'll be there mid-March and then I'll be at More in April. And then... Um, I should be at rendezvous this fall and I'm considering doing, um, Oh, what's the new one that's going to be in Oklahoma overland of America. Oh, yep. You beat me to it. Yep. Overland of America yeah. in September. Yeah. So that'll be kind of mid, I think that's like mid September, mm -hmm. uh, in Jay, Oklahoma and then rendezvous. I want to say is early mid October, mid October. Yep. October. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good lineup for 24. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm not sure. I, part of why I keep debating between Overland of America is just cause it's, it's so close to rendezvous and I only make so many knives in a month. So <laughs> a part of me was like, I don't want to, I don't want to sell out at Overland of America or something and then I'll have anything to take to rendezvous. <laughs> um, but I'm sure I can but work around problem you'll be doing demonstrations at all those yeah or no yeah so i'll take my i'll have my forge and anvil there doing some forging demonstrations and um it'll be a lot of fun awesome uh tony wants to know hold on wrong one tony wants to know if you've ever made a knife for a ninja <laughs> not that i know of i cannot with this dude <laughs> <laughs> uh a knife for a ninja. Why you got ninja skills there, Tony? Oh my God. Uh, Lisa's husband likes cane knives. We call those sabacons? Sabacons in Louisiana. What is a cane knife? Cane knife. I don't know what a I don't know what a cane knife is. I hadn't heard of that either, but I wondered if it was a, a knife that is like it's a cane and the cane is kind of the sheath for the knife, perhaps. Or maybe it's a cane that has like a tiny knife at the end. So it's like a weapon, almost like a ninja, almost like a ninja. <laughs> oh, she says it chops sugar cane. Oh, damn. That's aggressive. I kind of, I kind of want to Google sugar canes. <laughs> I'm curious to know what that is. Uh, we're so blessed that you're able to come to ours. She's excited oh, that you're coming. You. I'm excited too. She is also going to, oh, you're going to go to rendezvous too? Look at awesome. you. Look at you. We'll see. I got crazy ninja skills. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody come get their husband. Please. Here's your, I'll, uh, I'll give you a, <laughs> it's a cane with a knife in it. How about Sorry. a, Tony, this, could, this could make a good, uh, that could make a good ninja for you, Tony. Oh, Lord. This one is this one has been lovingly named the Arkansas butter knife. Yeah. So I made I made a knife. The biggest knife I have made to date, I made for Caleb Baker. And um, he wanted a 10 inch camp knife. And so it ended up being an 11 and a half inch blade. So it was. It was about probably that long. And uh, he was like, no, 11 and a half inches. That's perfect. I love it. Just want a big, ridiculous knife. So, <laughs> so I made that for him. Um, and I have the, I had the Osage orange handle on it. Like I have on this one. Yeah. Uh, and he, he had, he was using it in one of his uh, YouTube videos not long ago. And he pulled it out and jokingly called it the Arkansas butter knife. And I told him <laughs> that I'm, I'm, you got to use that name and, Let's make another one. So <laughs> made another one. 
this one, crazy. this one's only, uh, I think this one's eight, maybe eight and a half inch blade. So he heard you. He says, I'm, hey, right. I'm here. here. Shout out to yeah. Caleb. Check out his, uh, check out his so YouTube Caleb Baker owns the largest PKV knife ever made. Yup. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Oh, there's Mel Mel. So cool to meet you at the camp out. Yeah. We love Melanie. Uh, Lisa says that the cane knife is about 16 inches long. You got to investigate that. That might be something yeah. you need to do. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into this. I'm going to need to do some research. We're going to have to get on the, on the Google, on the interweb and check it out. And check it out. Caleb, I know the name of that one. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you named it, sir. <laughs> Tony likes it, of course. Uh, old man on track. Have you made any really unusual knives? Uh, I actually, I, I wish that I, I just shipped it out this morning. Let's see if I can show you a picture of it from my phone. But the most unusual knife I made, uh, I just shipped out this morning. And so this was a, this was an order, uh, from a couple I met in, uh, at rendezvous and they, she has a folding knife of this knife, but she really wanted a straight, um, uh, a non-folding knife um, and asked if I could recreate it. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure I, I'm sure I could do that. Well, they sent me the picture of the knife and I was like, I don't really know if I can do that. Like that, that <laughs> looks really complicated to be honest. But I said, uh, usually I take, um, I take a deposit for any pre-order, but this one I, I was like, let's hold off on, let me make sure I can do this before I take a deposit. Um, I was very excited to have been able to do it, but that's the, Ooh, That's that a cool color. So it turned out super, super cool. Um, and uh, but it's it was the funkiest shape I've done yet, and it is it was super comfortable in the hand. But that how, how, how big was that one? So that was about a three, three and a half inch blade. Overall length, I think, was seven and a half, eight inches. So similar to that one that you say you carry in the pocket with the blue handle. Yeah. Yeah. I think the it's handle a touch longer. Um, okay. But yeah, that was, that was the, that was the most interesting one I've done. This was another fairly intricate one that I really enjoyed doing. Um, that one was inspired by another knife maker. Ooh, that was um, cool. And so it's like, I mean, it's just, the, the whole shape of it, I think, looks so cool. I call this one the Razorback. Because of the hump in the middle there? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's just how it kind of turned out, right? I mean, or did you? Yeah, so this was this was a design that I had pre-drawn uh, and then and then took took the took the hammer to steel and and uh, made it happen. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Sling blade, French fried taters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the knives I make are kind of your everyday carry, um, camp knives, uh, kitchen knives, um, stuff like that. Nice. Oh, hey, Sabrina. Hey. Hey, Sabrina. Hi, guys. Tell Gus we said hi. Big Gus fan. Oh, man. Yeah. Very cool. So I heard you say um, you shipped. So you will ship. Yeah. Um, to basically anywhere in the United States. Yeah. Same pretty much state? anywhere in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. So that's where, um, most, that's where most of mine go out is as I end up shipping most of them. So when somebody has an idea about a knife or wants to order a knife, do they message you through Instagram or you know Facebook yeah. or? Facebook or Instagram are, are best ways to get a hold of me. That's, I mean, I don't really have a, I have a website, but not really. Uh, I use basically use Facebook and Instagram as my websites, and uh, I do orders through there. We can't, we communicate through either Messenger or Instagram DMs, and uh, and then I usually take payments through like Venmo or Cash App, uh, sometimes PayPal. Gotcha. Venmo Zell. Just kidding. <laughs> All the things. Oh yeah. 
let's step away from the knives for just a second. All right. Let's talk about overlanding. Seems, um, a, seems appropriate. Seems appropriate. Um, let's talk about your rig. What do you have? How are you? How are you doing it? So my rig is usually whoever's I can ride in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I drive a, two, <laughs> I have a 2011 Honda Pilot. It's uh, it's it's beat up. It's it's uh, but it's a good vehicle for me. I do a lot of. That's where that's the vehicle I take everywhere I go. Um, and uh, if I'm going with a group that's going wheeling, I that's what I do. I'll hop in with somebody. I've been on a I went on a trip last year with um, Caleb Baker and had a blast doing that. And so uh, got a got a trip planned for this weekend. And I'll take a, I got a Gazelle uh, T4 tent for Christmas, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I just got uh, I jumped in on the diesel heater train and got me a diesel heater, yes. and so I'm I'm excited to go out and and uh, get some camping in this weekend and hop in somebody's rig and do some wheeling. Now, when I know that uh, I know that Tony's going to be a part of that camping trip this weekend that you're going to be on as well. Yep. And you need to take a look at what we've done with our diesel heater. Okay. He he yeah. sent me some pictures. I'm excited to see it in person. Oki Overland. It's pretty cool. Took ours over there and got put in a, put in a, put in a box. So it's easier to stack and easier for, it's easier for me to carry instead of having to lug that whole case with the, the handle is pretty heavy for me. So it's a lot easier yeah. than front runner box, you know, and I already, we awesome. already used front runner boxes. So it just goes right on top of another one. So it's super Absolutely. awesome. That's right. I forgot Oki Overland did that. Yeah. It's a really cool. I'm getting behind all messages over here. You people, you're getting excited. <laughs> yes, Caleb, front runner box. Correct. Yeah, it's really cool. Fits in there awesome. Like everything's all in there. Everything. Everything. Real compact. Super awesome. Uh, cool. Coach Old Man Old Truck says he followed you on Instagram. So thanks for that. Awesome. Thank you. Sure he appreciates that. Uh <laughs> it's a beast, nice and toasty quickly. Yeah, gotta have a diesel heater anymore. I mean, I do. I mean, there's people that rough it out there. Miss hey, D, my co-host, she's her. They rough it. She layers up, uses you know, yeah, wool blanket, wool socks, beanie. I'm like, no. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that before and been fine. But I'm like, when I learned about diesel heaters, I was like, I'm getting one of those because I love cold weather, but I. <laughs> I'm a Florida boy, and so me too. Um, I won't. Girl. I won't sleep well and sleep well in cold weather. So when I found out about the diesel heaters, I was, I was like, yeah. that's that's going at the top of the list. I mean, for me, if you're if my feet get cold, it's we're done. It's a done deal for me. I mean, so, yeah. I just can't get warm past that if my feet get cold. So I'm out. What part of Florida are you from? Fort Alton Beach. All right. I grew up in Orlando. I'm an Air Force brat. I think we talked about that at the That's right. last time we camped together or whatever, because Misty's a Florida girl on Florida, you're Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's my happy place. Not gonna lie. My husband loves the mountains <laughs> and I love the beach. Absolutely. Why? That's where you need to be. Mountains and beach. Right? Can they not make a combo? I mean, come on. Uh Caleb says my buddy Will out in Idaho doesn't use a heater. Sub zero crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, those, I said so. those Montana, <laughs> Idaho people, they, they're some rough and tough people. They're used to it though. I think yeah. that, you know, for them, they're, they're more acclimated to that kind of weather and stuff. You know, people like us over here in the middle, in the south, <laughs> a lot of cold weather and stuff like that. So it starts to get cold like it has been this, this year. Oh man. I, yeah. I cannot, I, I can't do it. Uh, Lisa, I'm so jealous because my husband's Jeep is so cool and mine is just the mom mobile. Girl, <laughs> let's build it. Let's build it. We'll build it. If you build it, they will come. I have a four door Jeep. That could be considered a mom mobile, but she is sassy and she's big. <laughs> she's, she's not a soccer sassy. mom kind of a. She's been especially sassy lately, it sounds like. She's, she's been a bad girl. 
<laughs> she makes me really mad. I need to ask you this one real quick. It's way up on the thing. Tony wants to know how much propane you go through when you actually are making enough. Oh, not. I really don't use as much as I thought I would. Um, I could probably forge uh, small knives. I could probably forge six to eight um, and probably forge and heat treat that many knives with one 20 pound tank. Um, so it, it, it actually lasts me a, a fair amount of time um, compared to what I had heard. Now, I do have three propane tanks that I keep around so I can, if I run out, if I run one out, I've got one so I don't have to run yeah. to get it filled back up or whatever. So keep them in rotation. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, Old Man Old Truck says no heater for him or no AC either. Well, hats off to you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Because the last couple of years, it's been super hot, and the winter's been super cold. So yeah. Mother Nature is cranky in Arkansas right now. I just don't no get it. Kidding. No kidding. No kidding. four in Arkansas in, in a 24-hour period. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Experiencing Arkansas. Look at him. Hey, we are here. Hey. Are y'all going to Jasper Jeep Jam? Have you registered yet? Yeah, they should be there. Fellow Jeeper, Galen, I'm ready for spring and summer. I'm ready for spring. Not a big summer person because it's too hot. I'm more of a spring-fall person. That's the good camping time, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Unless you have an AC or a diesel heater. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely more a cold-weather camper. Yeah, I can get warm. I can't cool off. Like, in the summer, ugh. Lisa yeah. says she has big plans. I bet you come up with all kinds of ideas after this show. You'll be eat up. <laughs> Nailed it. Cranky Mother Nature. For real. Hope to. Not sure yet. You better hurry up. That dude's booking up. I'm not kidding you. I mean, you I'm can log on right now and register. I'm liking the schedule. Um, how, they, how they've how they set up the schedule at the Jasper Jeep Jam. Because they'll... Um, they've... It's set up to where people can go wheeling in the morning and early afternoon, and then the vendors don't open till two, and they're there two to seven. I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm yeah, well, you yeah. know, first year. I mean, I'm sure when these when these shows start, you know, they they're they're a little bit different every year because they tweak it as it goes and learn what mm -hmm. works and what doesn't work and all those things just like with more more was small and now it's gotten way out of bounds from where it was it's oh man fourth, it's gonna be fourth, huge this fourth year. year i think fourth i think year. this year they're expecting a double attendance from last year yeah and last year was i mean man <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, tweaking it and fig figuring out what really works and what doesn't work and all that stuff. So yeah. I was talking Wait. to some other vendors that they were really excited about. They like that afternoon time because they can sleep in, kind of hang around or wheel a little bit. And then so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm all about the sleeping in. I like that. Because <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm not really a morning person. <laughs> so there's that. Misty would say she's not a morning person. She was sitting here. Lisa says she's ready to go <laughs> float like a beached whale in the Buffalo River. The Buffalo River. Same girl. Let's go on a kayaking trip. Let's get that set. I'm gonna agree with you right there. Oh, Micah's on here. Hey, Micah. The weather is supposed to be really nice in a few weeks. Love the knives and designs, Pruitt. Oh, thank you. Nice. Love it. Got all kinds of folks on here tonight. You must be popular where you're at. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have your autograph? This is crazy. Uh, Galen sounds like almost 60 degrees for my birthday. That rarely happens. What? Dang. When's your birthday, Galen? It's going to be coming up if you already know it's going to be 60 degrees. It's close. And where's the party? You're going to need to know that. He'll put the coordinates out. So, yeah, throw some coordinates out, but make it a secret. Until somebody posts it out for you. Yeah. That's a little jab jab. That's a little jab jab. Uh, let's see. Oh, where did it go? Monday. All right. Monday's his birthday. Good gracious. Hey, well, maybe the Chiefs will win Sunday, and that'll be your birthday present. What do you think? Caleb says big fans. 
Mm. I also have to have a fan, regardless of what time of year it is, if you're talking about that. <laughs> He's kind of a big deal. And I'm sure Tony will say, what did the, oh, you know, he does a stupid pickle joke every time. And <laughs> when people say the other pickle, I'm kind of a big deal or something. I don't know. Ask Mel, LOL. Oh, Mel in charge. She probably jumped off of here. Mel's in charge of the party. Man, these, these messages coming in. I'm loving all his TikTok TikToks and videos, and I love that he videos his work. And I love the music that he uses, too. That's oh, right in my alley. That's lawn mowing music right there. Oh, yeah. Get you some Metallica or something going on. So you drive aggressively. Oh, yeah. I love I love sharing the crafts. So I, I, haven't been, I haven't been posting very good lately, but I've been trying to remember to video more. You know what? That's hard. Hats off to people that really, really push the social media and do all that stuff because it's oh, yeah. a lot of work. I mean, yeah. if you have your big kid job during the day and family and all that stuff and you hit the door and stuff, but you're still trying to, you know, social media it up, it, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm just trying to put reels together too. And I'm like, the other day I was thinking about all these guys that have their YouTube videos that put out a 20, 30 minute video. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the hours that they put into it when I'm trying to make a reel and it takes me three or four, three or four hours just to make a 20 second clip. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, we got to hold on for a second. I almost missed something. I oh, yeah? almost missed something. I got to do the lady overlander of the week. Yeah. We got so excited talking about all these knives and stuff. But I could yeah. not. So this week, lady overlander, lady overlander of the week uh, which is a nominated thing that we do every week um, in one of our one of our Facebook groups. And this week it goes to Erin Sharp with Lady Owned Toyota. She is a uh, she's an ambassador uh, also for Arkansas, and that's her on the far well, the far right for me, probably far left for y'all. Um, such a sweet lady. You always help anyone. Um, built her own rig, basically does her own thing, but super cool lady. So congrats to you, miss ma'am. And we'll throw that out on the, uh, on the social of the media as well. Probably tomorrow. Cool. I think Aaron actually is who won, uh, who won the PKV knife raffle at, uh, Rito. Aaron. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, I, I that's cool. I, I connected with her on Facebook afterwards. Yeah, so that, I forgot all about that. She was the one that won your knife. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, if you only knew. Hmm. Y'all see my dog walking around back there? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gassed up. I cannot wait to meet her. Oh. Aaron Sharp was the winner of the okay. PKV Knife Burrito. Look at there. They're just coming in so fast. I can't keep up with all this excitement. <laughs> she was so excited about that knife. She was very excited. Awesome. She should. I mean, that's super cool. Lucky girl. Yeah, she's lucky. You going to give one away at the uh, Jeep Jam? Asking for a friend. I think there will be one being given away at the Jeep Jam. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got a question for you. Favorite okay. camp meal. There it is. Favorite camp meal. Favorite hmm. camp meal. Don't say whiskey. That's not a meal. It could be. If you it freeze it. Be. If it's the peanut butter whiskey, you could maybe count it. <laughs> um, I want to say like the classic steak and potatoes is always, Ooh. is always a fan. I'm always a big fan of that one. Um, but chili's another one. I would probably, it's it's kind of between chili and steak and potatoes. Can't go wrong with some steak and potatoes, but chili, mm, I think, I think Tony's taking him some chili this weekend that I'd made that's frozen in the freezer that he's going to take. I'm pretty sure he might need a steak for one night. Who knows? He hasn't told me the list yet. I asked him earlier too. Hey, what's the list for this weekend? So we can get you loaded up. Experience in Arkansas. I don't know if y'all, uh, are watching their YouTube channel, but 
go and give them a follow. Oh, yeah. There's some really good videos as well. And You're putting out the video. Jason, I'm sure Jason's saying if you only knew how many hours go into a video. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure Kayla can say the thing, same thing. Anything I make. So you like anything he makes. Oh, man. <laughs> Her favorite cut reel. Yeah. When we went, we went about a year ago, he, I mean, everything he made, I was like, this is amazing. We had some leftovers. I don't really know what to do with these leftovers. And I thought, stick them back in the cooler. I'll take them home. <laughs> yeah. Michael is good at eating my food. <laughs> well, that's hats off to the chef, man. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I still really. to say haven't had, uh, haven't had a Baker Overland pizza yet, though. That's, Ooh, that's the one I'm holding my breath for. Pizza is my thing. I love pizza. Oh, yeah. So much. I tell my wife I could eat pizza every day. That's every like day. one thing I never get tired of. And we make every Friday, we make homemade pizzas in this house. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, experience in our so Caleb is fast. We are slow in learning. Oh, Caleb's been doing it in a minute. But you're, I mean, listen, y'all, y'all both faster than I will ever be. <laughs> like I said, it takes a lot of time. By the time I hit the door, ugh, I'm done. Needs to happen. Oh, yeah. Personal pan pizzas on the scottle. This is something that Tony does, which we Ooh. did pick this up from Rhino. I'm sure everybody knows who Rhino is. Um, if you don't, then you might be under a rock. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> But personal pan pizzas, you can get them little Red Baron's personal pan pizzas and then put them on your scottle and cover them and cook them on that bad boy. Put them on the little uh, little grate on your on your Timbo tusk and, and cook them in there, and it is fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Pizza's my thing. So if I can have pizza out on the trail, hell yeah, let's go. I'm slower than you think. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. So chili or chili or a steak and potatoes, man. Are you a ribeye guy? Uh, I'm really a, any kind of steak. I'm not. I'm not picky. All right, I am picky. Tony loves ribeye, and I am a no fat kind of a person. Yeah. And a well done person. I know. I know. That's not a real steak. <laughs> you cook it well done, and blah blah blah. I'm aware, and I eat mine with ketchup too. So how about that? Well, if, if I'm going to get picky, it's deer steaks and potatoes. Ooh, some backstrap or something? I like to take the backstrap and just slice it up and throw it in a pan with some oil, salt and pepper, Ooh. flip it, flip it. So the good. little coin size ones, and then you can flour them a little bit, too. You put some flour and flour it that way. I usually flour them, but yeah, I've had and them that make way. it gravy. Oh, mm -hmm. So good. Oh, Sabrina needs scottle lessons, girl. We got you. <laughs> got you. Hang around, Tony. Hang around, Joey. Man, I love to camp with Joey because he cooks everything. I love to camp with Chris Marler because he cooks everything. I don't cook. Do kitchens. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously, he's got that three burner now. Oh, man. That thing is so cool. Oh, uh, favorite knife so far. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, favorite? That's a hard question, too. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think through some of the ones I've done. Hmm. Every day is different. Right, right now, I would say the, the, the knives I currently have, this is one of my favorites. It's between yeah. this one and this one. Those are kind of my two favorites right now. I really like that one. That handle is just kind of neat to me. I, it draws my eye. I like that. Yeah, it's a it's it's very comfortable. I like that. I like that. Uh, I call it a shark fin, uh, but I like having that on there because you can either put your thumb in it or you can put your finger in it. So it just gives you a good stop. Almost looks like a knife that you gut a deer with. Just about. That's it really similar to some some of those that I've done. Mm-hmm. Galen says he'll cook you some some deer steak for you sometime. He does a good job. Galen's not afraid to throw down. Lisa says we're making her hungry. Me too, girl. Me too. You know, like snacks and stuff all the time. Like 
hard to beat a good ribeye, fried taters, and some asparagus. I bet that's going on the list now because we done mm -hmm. talked about it. So now yeah. I'll be able to go do that. Oh my God, what is a scottle? Girl, Google Timbo Tusk. Stat. I'll, I yes. will say. It's like this disc. It's a disc and it's got legs and stuff and you cook on it. My One of my favorite cooking tools that I've come across is called a scriddle. Uh -huh. those? Yep. Mm -hmm. I I want one of those for my house. Those things are just so cool. <laughs> Galen makes some good deer steaks. We need to get that custom design I sent in the works. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I can probably start messing Top around with that next week. Top secret. Mm-hmm. Sexy. Looky who blessed us with their presence. Is he talking about Ladies me? Ladies and night? gentlemen, it's Benji Ward of Budget <laughs> Overlink. The one, the only. Hey, brother. Benji the Ward. one, the only. Benji. Uh, Bats off road. Timbo Tusk Scottle. Yep, told you. Timbo Tusk. Timbo Tusk. A must have in the Overlander's kit. Killer. I don't know what I even mean. He's, talking, he's the reason. Caleb's the reason I know what a scriddle is. So I wonder if he's talking about that. <laughs> she thinks we're making up words now. Laugh her ass off, I guess. But <laughs> we're not making up words. It's a tempo task scottle. Dude's in California. For real, for real. He's got some good stuff. That's cool. You need it. You need it. Now, your husband, now you need your own. They even got a teeny tiny mini one. Tony's got this little bitty one that he takes with him instead of the bigger one now. It's small. Tiny. Did y'all have that one at the camp out? The small one or was that the big one? <clears throat> that was the regular one. Okay. <clears throat> this one's like a personal size one uh, you can take. And he takes that with him when he goes, when he goes out 95% of the time now. Uh, Lisa, cool. Benji... Benji needs to join us for the 2024 Jasper Jeep Jam and Overland Rally Jam. We'll have Tony talk to Benji about that this weekend when they're when they're when they're all out doing yeah. what they do. See if we can talk him into it. See if we can talk him into coming down, hanging out with us in Jasper. Oh yeah, Jasper, Arkansas. Experience in Arkansas. Scottle equals propane heated walk. <laughs> oh, Jason, calm down. <laughs> Calm down, bro. Calm down. You've had a lot of comments. We might have to have you back on the show. You got people <laughs> wired up. I'd love to you be back. You famous. <laughs> Telling you, you're famous. You're famous. I kept sharing them. I kept sharing them. I was like, come on, people, let's get some questions or comments or whatever. <laughs> Hang out. I know. When that thing finally, when we finally got it out this morning, I'm like, I know he's already probably like, he was chomping at the bit two days ago, like, oh, bro. <laughs> Get out there, get out there. I just had it on my mind. I was like, I need to post something today. Maybe I could post that. <laughs> that was so awesome. So if anybody wants to find you on social media, this is your time to let us know where we can find you. Yeah, so it's it's on Facebook and on Instagram. It's at Pruitt Knives of Valor. Uh, and so shoot me a message. I've got I've got several blades currently available. I'll be at uh, I'll be at the Jeep Jam. I'll be at more. Come by and see me. Um, if you want to place an order, just shoot me a message. Awesome. Fifteen hours. If he straight works on it, eight hours a day. If not, it's a week. People, we all have to work to support our habits. <laughs> uh, last message. So very cool that his kids love to learn his craft. I think it is too. He it's had a son so there, Rito was doing the thing. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. He he I wasn't sure if he'd want to help me or not, but he definitely wanted to, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, he's probably gonna want to come with you to the Jasper Jeep Jam, but he's got school. Well, we probably, homeschool, right? so he could probably go with me. Oh, really? Yeah. So he, he might be there. I'm not a teacher. My, my wife is a gifted teacher. She she already taught she taught seventh grade when she was teaching in schools. And so I was like, that just takes a special person to teach middle schoolers. But <laughs> my kids in eighth grade, I, I, I don't even know what to say right now. She still has <laughs> hair. I mean, I don't even, oh, good Lord. She was, Great she's enjoying teaching. Bounce, yeah. That's awesome. Like 
Oh man. Yeah, he probably won't want to go then, won't he? Yeah. He probably will. He probably, he probably will. will. Well, Michael, I appreciate you being on the show tonight. It was a blast. Yeah. Great, for having great me. conversation. I know you'll see what's his face this weekend and all that. And I probably won't see you until I don't know. Jasper. Oh, I forgot to mention Arla's bad. Polar bear camp out. The next one is February 10th. Hosted by Overland Addict. Y'all need to get on and register if you want to go. Must register. It fills up fast. The last one did as well. If you want the patch, you better go. That's all I'm saying. Cool patches. Anyway, all right, not y'all. Appreciate you being here. We will see you next week. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. See ya.